Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 142 of Drunk Brothers Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We are, it's December, we have one month left in No, it's not, it's November 30th. Well, when you guys are hearing this, it'll be December 1st, 2021. Uh, it's ridiculous. Got a fully, fully loaded uh, football-centered episode for you today. Going to talk all things that happened over the weekend, over Turkey Day weekend. We're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture because it's kind of a log jam right now. Talk about the college football rankings that just came out and the implications that this weekend's, uh, you know, conference championship games have on what's going to happen. And then we're also going to give you some gambling picks for the college football uh, conference championship games as well as some other NFL picks as well. So let's dive into it. Let's let's recap the weekend. I guess let's start on Thursday, Turkey Day. I think we can kind of skip the Chicago game. Cause it was just, it was terrible. Yeah. Awful bullshit. Bears minus two and a half. Suck my ass. Uh, next game Raiders Cowboys Cowboys. They got to figure something out. Broken, broken. They got they're Hey, they're in the same position. The chiefs were in a few weeks ago. They just got to figure out. I think they will, but I, 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 I my, my panic button is coming close. If I'm a Cowboys fan. Same thing for Rams fans. Cowboys and the Rams are in the same exact boat right now, I feel like. I think the Rams are a little far off worse than the Cowboys. You think so? I do think so. The Rams right now, they, they're they in shambles. I And I don't know what can fix that for them. With the Cowboys, they're dealing with a lot of injuries. Rams, they're just – I just don't think they're that good. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just made you look like a fool with a broken toe. So, I mean – Yeah, I – not only that, I think that they're just—I don't know—their offense just isn't isn't clicking. They're they're doing too much with Daryl Henderson, and they gotta switch it up. Yeah, the defense allowing thirty six points is, doesn't help either, uh, especially when you're playing at home. So, or no, they're in they're in Lambo. Uh, but yeah, so the the Cowboys. It's the I, OBJ I effect. Yeah, trying to force it too much into it. The the Cowboys, though, I do agree they are they're fixable. Looking down the stretch, if you look at their their schedule on the stretch, it gets easier. Um, so I, I, I'm not ready, ready to sell the ship on them yet. I think the Raiders are still not there. Uh, you know, they're right there in the playoff hunt. I think they're, they're six and five or six and six. Um, let's be honest. Know. Daniel Carlson won them that game. I mean, and do you know, he was like dealing with food poisoning too. Like they didn't even yeah, know if he was, was like going to play shitting, shitting everywhere, but he said he'd have to, he'd wear a diaper if he had to. Yeah. <laughs> ultimate, I mean. ultimate football. Ultimate football, football guy, football guy move. Yeah, football guy move. Um, the night game. Uh, Bills are back. 
the Bills are back and they and they completely obliterated the Saints and convinced them that hey maybe we shouldn't start Trevor Simeon anymore because now they're looking at starting Taysom Hill on Thursday night against the Cowboys, which is what they should have done three weeks ago. Um, I don't know if he's going to no, be the answer, late. but yeah, uh, I just need them. I need them to get second place in that division, and it's really yeah. worrying me because the Falcons are right there. Nah, they'll fall off. Just, hey, Falcons, man, you just gotta trust me. Falcons fall and the off. Panthers the Bengals aren't are right gonna there. win the division in the AFC uh, North or whatever the North. Fuck, North. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Saints are back or Bills are back. Saints, they've been having to figure shit out for a while now. What they were? What five and two, five and three? They lost their last. They four. were they were right there. Yeah, once Jameis Winston went down, that team became a totally different team. Alvin they lost Kamara their last being four. Out. They were five and two. Alvin Kamara being out the last three, three weeks doesn't help either. I don't think uh, Mark Ingram didn't play on on Thursday night on Thanksgiving night, so uh, they just they talk about a team that's banged up. I think they're getting overlooked as as how banged up as, as they are, uh, and obviously been no Michael Thomas all year. So yeah, well he's his football career's about to get washed down the toilet. Um, so we're on to Sunday. We'll talk about a little some things here and there. The uh, the Steelers, holy shit! The Steelers. I don't think anything can fix them right now. They just need. They're gonna have to rebuild everything. Ground. I I, I showed you that that we Travis and I went golfing on Sunday. Watch watch all the noon games and half the three o'clock games uh, together at his place. And uh, I showed him a as a tweet is like Big Ben throwing a football right now. Some guy trying to throw a rock and just. Went about three feet yeah, in front of them. I mean, it's bad. It's so bad. You get embarrassed by the Bengals like that. Swept by the Bengals. They haven't beat the last three times they've played the Bengals. Uh, not good. Say Bengals. Not good. And it seemed Bengals. Um, and I feel like no matter what quarterback they put in, they're just not competitive. No, I mean, like you said, that that's a complete teardown right there. I think uh, they should have. You said it on Sunday. Big Ben should have retired four years ago. Uh, we had the under in that game and a miss by a fucking touchdown because the Steelers couldn't stop anything. And Big Ben threw uh, like three picks, I pick think, six. two or three picks. He threw a pick, pick six. <laughs> yeah, he threw two or three it of them. Is, though, so. They're terrible. They're, ugly. Stick a fork in them. I'm, I'm glad because that's one of the teams that Travis and I have to root against down the stretch. Now, that the talk about the Dolphins. Uh, they're, they're, they're right back there. I mean, I know they're technically 13th in the AFC. But they're five and seven. Like they're literally, I think it's it's the seven the seven seed and the thirteen seed in the AFC are all separated by a game and a half. It's it's wild. and their next and their next four games are very winnable. Giants, Jets. They play the Saints on uh, Monday Night Football in late December, but which as of right now don't look too hot. And then they play the Titans that next week, which means Jared will be in attendance. And yeah, the Titans don't look hot. So no, and then they finish the season versus the Patriots, and that's at home. And they always play the Patriots well at home, no matter how good they are. And a lot of people are saying that the Pats got a playoff spot locked up, locked up. Then depending on if they're whether or not the division's in reach, or if they they clinch the division, they could they could sit some guys that week. I mean, they you could, never I highly doubt it. I would never see it coming. But I'm not gonna put it past. I'm gonna let my fandom blind me for just this one time. And think that the Dolphins could win out. I'm going to be that optimistic right now. Wow, I, I I don't know about winning out. I definitely think that there's 
Like whenever we went, we went one and seven. I looked at the schedule after we won that that game to go two and seven. I'm like, you know, there's a stretch of games right here. There's there's a path for them, for them to get to seven and seven. Obviously, beating the Ravens was the biggest t- the biggest test in my eyes at that time. They did that. Um, I definitely think they could be at eight and seven going into that Titans game on January second in 2022 with a playoff spot. And I I don't I don't disagree, but they. That that defense is balling. You do you do not want to play the Miami Dolphins right now. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and Cam Newton. We all knew Cam Newton was was the version that you saw on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. No, he is He's he's not back like he proclaimed after that touchdown in in Arizona. I forgot they went on the road and fucking dismantled Arizona too. But they didn't have Kyler Murray, so that's easy. But do. then they, but then they fucking, Kyle, they've been winning without Kyler. They just won another game without Kyler Murray. The only so, game I they mean, lost was to the Panthers. But the, to be honest, the Panthers have, I mean, they had, I think, like one of the top passing. Uh, they do in the league. They do. Uh, I saw a stat like, for, yeah, for all like the Tua haters out there, he's getting better. Um, I'm not saying he's like he's like the Messiah, but like the, the they're like games against like good quarterbacks. I think they, I think the Panthers held Josh Allen, Mac Jones. Uh, There's another good quarterback in there and another one all to under 200 yards and two had 230 yards on Sunday completed 82% of his passes. So, I mean, let's not, let's not uh, say he had a great game. He just made, he made easy passes. There was, I think there was one good pass that he made, which is that touchdown to Jalen Wild from like the 10 outside of that. Yeah. Outside of that, the rest of his passes were were very makeable and very easy. But that I mean, like all you gotta do is is hit those passes. Not like with the defense that they have, all you have to do is, is is make those passes, make those plays, and that's that's all that's all we ask, you know. So um, Dolphins are there. Uh, I'm feeling very optimistic playing against the Daniel Jonesless Giants on Sunday potentially. Um, what else happened on no, Sunday? They already said that he was gonna sit out, likely. Yeah. So. Um, what else on Sunday happened? What do we got going on? The Browns. Really not fucking, a whole lot. The Browns are done. Oh, man. It's so sad, too, because, like, they have been rebuilding and rebuilding and getting back up. And then this year they just got hit with so many injuries. They Again. did injuries, COVID, COVID shit. Um, but I just don't see them bouncing back from that at all. Uh Justin Herbert is fucking broken. Oh my god! I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, the Dude, Chargers, that, that, I, that pick six to Patrick Sertan was bad. I didn't even watch it. I didn't watch the afternoon slate after Jarrett was over my house. After you left um, on Sunday, I pretty much like turned football off and was just like, I'm I'm done watching. Uh, I didn't feel like watching that second half of football on Sunday. It was there were some shitty games to be honest with you, but Justin Herbert threw a bad pick six to Patrick Sertan. I mean, that's what it well, was after the Chargers were like down big, and then like Drew Locke came in and I watched him play a little bit, and and then after like like the second half of the late slate, I was like, done. I'm gonna get out and do be productive with my Sunday. Yeah. So um, last but not least, the Seattle another another teardown situation there. Oh man. <laughs> So rough. That's so rough. Okay, time out. Before we talk about that, uh, the Washington's head coach about got put his head put on a stake. Put kick the fucking field goal there at the end of the game. What yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? You're really gonna give the ball back 
potentially turn it over and give the ball back to Russell Wilson down eight. He's done that a million times and he almost did it again. If they would have gotten that two point conversion, I would have wished that they would have lost because our under was going to hit regardless. Yeah, absolutely. We had the under in that game, by the way, guys, unders in Seattle games are one, nine and one or nine, one and one this year. Uh, so, I mean, it's just because they amount. can't score. DK yeah. Metcalf caught his first pass on that final drive with 30 seconds left. Yeah, he's uh, feel bad for that guy and feel bad for him because I have him on the fantasy team. So, uh, but I don't Seattle know what is talk, dude. I really wish the Dolphins were in the NFC because right now I think there's there's definitely a, a definitely a team under 500 in in like that has a playoff spot right now. I believe it might be Minnesota. Um, I'm not sure who it is right now. I know there was last week. I'll tell you right now. It is, um, standings. Yep. It's been, oh no, it's Washington. Yeah. Washington's, but, Minnesota, but then you have a log jam again, Minnesota at five and six at eight, Atlanta five and six and New Orleans at five and six. But see, so the NFC is like a tier lower than the AFC, whereas all these teams competing for a playoff spot have losing records. Like all saying, these like, teams that are like right outside the playoffs are like literally tied for a spot in the playoffs for five and six, which is bullshit. Yeah. Like Cleveland's six and six and they're in the 12th seed in the AFC. If Cleveland was in the NFC, they'd be in a playoff spot. So they would be, yeah, they, they would, they, they would be they in the be, seventh they, spot. Yeah. They'd be in the seventh spot. Um, another team right now, no, I don't want to just talk about the Dolphins. The Niners are another team you do not want to play right now. I don't know. I mean, if you can if you can figure out their defense and score, their offense is dog shit. All you got to do is stop the run. That's yeah. all you got to do to beat 49ers. One more thing real quick. Give Elijah yeah, sorry, Mitchell sorry. the ball like 90% of the time, which is all annoying, because right. I, and I hate George Kittle. I'm going to do a couple of uh, who do you think is going to win that division. Obviously, I think the Cardinals got it locked up. I think the, the Bucks got it locked up. I think the Packers got it locked up. Do the Bucks um, have it locked up, though? Yeah, they're, yeah, three, they they're three games above Atlanta. Atlanta, above Atlanta. Um, Packers got it locked up, I think. Uh, I do think Dallas has it locked up. I think they'll figure it out. Um, so I think the NFC like division winners are locked up. The AFC is where it gets tricky. Who's going to win that West? I think I think Kansas City, no doubt. Kansas City's going to win. South, I still think the Titans will win. Yeah, I do too. I don't, the I don't North, think the Colts are very good. I looked at Baltimore's schedule. I think Baltimore has an easy rest of the way. I think that, I think they easily win that. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I think that if Cleveland can just get just a little bit more out of their offense, literally that's all they need is a little bit more, they can, they can jump the Bengals and, and make it. Yeah, but they can't win the division. They're, they're, that's a little too far no. down. They're two, they're two and a half games back with – because, uh, what eight five to play? Six. Listen to, play. to this. You're worried about the Bengals winning that division. Listen to this end of the schedule. The Chargers, which I know right now they're not playing good, but that is that is dangerous. In the LA, 49ers in, in LA. No, it's at home. It's at home. Okay. The 49ers at home. Yep. Then they go to Denver on December 19th to play. So it could be very cold in the snow. Then they play Baltimore, then they play the Chiefs, and then they go to Cleveland. Yeah, that's not like, that's easy. bad. That might that might be the hardest schedule anyone has to finish the year. I mean, that's competing for a playoff spot. I mean, because you look at Cleveland's, and Cleveland has 
Cleveland has the Raider, the Ravens. They have a bye week this week, but then they have Ravens at home, Raiders at home. But Cleveland's isn't easier, bro. Uh, Ravens they at play, home. They play the Packers, which isn't which is hard. But then they play the Steelers, which is easy, and then the Bengals. They have a tough one too. That AFC North is just like kind of like the NFC West, AFC West. It's like doggy dog. All right, who's gonna win the AFCs? Do you think New England or Buffalo is gonna take it home? It's gonna be Buffalo. I th- I think the Bills roll them on Monday Night Football this week. Really? Yeah, and I hope to God it happens. Yeah, the Patriots. I'm tired schedule... of I'm tired of Patriots people. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you know what? You look at another schedule. It's not easy down the stretch. Patriots. They got the Bills and Buffalo on Monday night this week. Then they have a bye week. Then they go to Indianapolis and play the Colts. Not an easy place to play. Then they play the Bills at home. Then they play the Jaguars at home, which, okay, whatever. But then they go to South Florida and play Miami. That is, I mean, those are, they could, I could see losing four out of five games there. Um, I would say they finish three and two. So that would They'll put be them 11 at and, 11 and six. But do you think the Bills have, have what it takes to? Yeah, I think the Bills only lose one more game, and that's to the. Maybe either the Bills are only going to lose one more game to either the Bucks or the Patriots. Okay, so but if they're Foxborough, okay, but then but that, that would, would that would only put them at one more game. They'd be twelve and five. If they one, two, three, division. four, five, six. yeah, Jets are win, Falcons are win, Panthers are win. That's three. So that brings them to ten and four, and they got Patriots, Bucks, Patriots. Um, I think I think they dropped that Bucks game in Tampa Bay. That's a, that's a tough one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. I don't know. Tampa Bay's defense right now, rough. Rough. Letting up 31 points to the Colts. I mean, it's just the the NFL playoff picture with five. There's Well, not five weeks left because this was just week 12. So we have... Six weeks left. Um, some teams only have five games. It's going to get wild down the stretch, so let's pay attention to that. Um, let's also talk about the college football playoff rankings that just dropped tonight. Because I, I, I think a team got very, very, very robbed. Notre Dame? No. Baylor. Hey, Baylor, Baylor barely, got barely robbed was, hard. They barely squeaked one out against Texas Tech. Okay, this but this is, this, is my, this is my thought. You can't move Baylor down one by beating Texas Tech by three and keep Alabama the same by beating Auburn and like triple over. Oh, by two. I totally agree. They have they have an agenda. They kept Alabama. If anything, Alabama definitely should have dropped to four since he should have jumped them. I, I definitely think that, uh, no doubt in my mind. Notre Dame, though, I think, why does Oklahoma State jump two spots over Notre Dame when they had, when they beat, I get, I get it, they beat Oklahoma, they but it's not Oklahoma. like they fucking. Notre Dame just Notre Dame's been absolutely. Mur- I think. But who are they playing? I think the committee punished Notre Dame 
because of the whole Brian Kelly thing. I that one thousand percent think that. I don't know. I think I think Notre Dame has a very 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 slim chance of making the playoff because they don't oh, play I'll, a game this week because they're not it, in a fucking conference. conference. It's dude. They they <sighs> that, it, it was a dud. I mean, like the the fact that if they were at number five, yeah, you had a chance. Uh, but I mean, uh, outside of that, you know, you really can't do much. They they did so. If they if they would have beat if they would have beat Cincinnati, we wouldn't even be talking right now. So they kind of can shoot themselves in the foot for that. Here's a scenario for you, okay? Right now it goes Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Cincy. Those four all playing in uh, conference championships this weekend, and then it goes Oklahoma State playing in the Big Twelve championship. Notre Dame not playing. Ohio State not playing. Ole Miss not playing. This is my reasoning for thinking Baylor got robbed. Baylor's at nine, playing in the Commerce Championship at 10 and two. They should be above Ole Miss and Ohio State at seven. Uh, so that's pretty much it. I think you got the four that are in Oklahoma State, maybe Notre Dame, and Baylor. There's seven teams that can make the playoff right now. Baylor's got a tough. Baylor would have to win, and they would need Alabama to get fucking shit stomped. They would, they would probably be rooting for Michigan to lose. This is my thing. This is my thing. If if everyone wins, except for, obviously, Bama, and Baylor beats Oklahoma State, I think there's no doubt in my mind they should jump Notre Dame. At, with two losses? But they win the Big 12, and they just beat Oklahoma State. And Notre Dame's not playing. I think it'll be garbage if they don't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be tough. Uh so, like Iowa, Iowa plays Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. They have no chance of making it. Uh, if they they Michigan, Michigan's dead. I honestly think I think the committee left Alabama at three to keep that slim chance alive. That you know, if it's a close game, we'll keep them in. We'll keep them in there. No, There'll be a four seed. There should be, be no chance that Alabama gets. It. If Alabama gets in, losing the SEC championship at eleven and two, and Baylor doesn't get put in. Fuck, fuck Baylor. What about Oklahoma? If Oklahoma State wins, that five. Oklahoma State will get in regardless. If Oklahoma State wins, they'll get in, and Bama will get kicked out. It'll be I don't know. Georgia, what if, Michigan? What if, what if Bama beats? What if Bama beats Georgia? If Bama beats Georgia, Oklahoma, they better hope someone else loses. Yeah. So you're saying if Bama beats Georgia, both of them are in. Unfortunately, which I hate. I do too. Um I, and since It'll be, it would go, it would go, uh, I guarantee you they would do this. It would be Bama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincy. No, if Michigan, if, if Bama were to be Georgia and Michigan would win, Michigan would have the one seed. It'd no, be Michigan. going to put Georgia Bama in that two, three game. And you can't drop Georgia to four. See that's you know that's what's wrong with this. They're, they're all looking at like they're thinking like, oh, we can't have. They're that looking at the next matchup. Yeah, exactly. Always. They're always doing it, and I hate it. It's awful. It is. We got it, like okay. Here's here's perfect solution. You got to move to eight teams because then it, you if, really if you're do. In, I mean, it's one extra game for two teams. It's one extra game. If, if you're in an eight team scenario, Baylor sitting at number nine. All they've been thinking is like, when when and I'm in. That's all I got. Even Oregon, who's in the Pac-12 championship game, win and I'm in. You know, like it's it, they they have to move to eight because then you're you 
If it was at eight, the matches right now would be amazing. It would be Georgia Ole Miss, which we've already seen, Michigan and Ohio no, State. Ole Miss, Ole Miss wouldn't make it. Ole Miss would okay, be so it, out. It'd be Georgia, Georgia Baylor, Michigan, Ohio State, which we, we just saw, which would kind of suck. I don't um, think so because if Oregon wins, they'd cop, they'd hop in. Baylor and Oregon would hop Ohio State and Ole Miss with a win this. So weekend. you think you think Baylor and Oklahoma State, like even if Baylor won, Oklahoma State would stay in that top eight range. Yeah, or they get or they get booted out, and would Oregon jump in, or would like a, I don't know. Or I bet I bet eight. Oklahoma State would move to like eight. Well, also if it's an eighteen, you look at the ACC. They got 15, 16 playing each other. Pitt and Wake for the ACC no. championship game. Mm-mm. They they wouldn't hop up that high. They both just, have two losses. This weekend could be crazy. I can't remember a time when there was so in the conference championship games in the SEC championship game. We have number one Georgia versus number three Bama. In the Big Ten championship game, we got number two Michigan versus number thirteen Iowa. Obviously, Iowa is too far gone. So uh, Michigan, let's Michigan. Let, let's talk about that game for a second. Even though Iowa hasn't looked great lately, I feel like everyone's overlooking that Michigan going to win. I think it could be closer than what people think. I hate the spread. I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. I love the spread, and I'm going to take Iowa 10.5. That's way too many points in a Big Ten championship game versus Iowa's defense. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give all of our picks here in a minute. I don't want to talk too much about that, but, um, I mean, yeah, and the under is so low. It's like 43.5, over-under is 43.5 uh, in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to overlook Iowa, but Iowa got very lucky last weekend against Nebraska. They were getting their asses kicked all game long and then just had that block punt really, really kind of turn the tides for them. They say so they got like lucky, a, though. Alabama got lucky. Alabama got extremely lucky. I'm, I don't, I'm not saying here, I'm not sitting here saying Alabama is the team they once were. I mean, if you want to look at Alabama's last however many games, uh, they beat uh, Auburn in. Quadruple overtime by two. They beat Arkansas at home by a touchdown. They beat LSU by six. Uh, yeah, they steamrolled Tennessee. Tennessee sucks. Mississippi State sucks. Um, they lost to AM. They beat they beat Florida by two. They beat Florida by two that Mizzou beat. Literally, their best win on the year is whenever they shit stomped Ole Miss by 21 points. You look at other, their, their resume, they're Not getting there Mississippi because, State by 40. And Mississippi State stinks, so. At Mississippi State, though, by 40, it's a lot of points. Either way, the resume is not great. I think they are not the team that they usually are, and they should not be three. The only reason they're three is because they're Alabama. We all know that. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I Another thing, everyone's already counting since the end. It's not like Houston's a cakewalk this weekend, guys. No, it's not, but I think that they take care of Because you got to think, if you're Cincinnati, you all win. All you have to do is win. Yep, you I've win, you're in, you, you, you make history, you do something that has never been done before. They have way too much hype to lose this game. I'm just going to say hate, that. I hate the 10 and a half points they're getting. I definitely like oh, you yeah, said I don't that like game. that. I, I, I don't know about anything in that game. Yeah. I haven't looked at too much. Uh, so with that being said, we talked a little bit about scenarios. Uh, do you want to jump into lines for – for that, so we want to take a break for a second. Let's take a quick break. We let's get a drink. We'll come back. We'll talk about gambling lines for all the conference championship games this weekend, not just the big ones. We got ten total conference championship games 
talk about those and some other picks like NFL and stuff this weekend. Uh, keep this episode pretty short for you guys, but we'll be back here in a few minutes. All right, we're back from getting a drink uh, because this is the first podcast. We're back. Fuck your life. Bing bong. Bing bong. Uh, See these two dogs in your front yard? Just know upstairs, I'm going hard. Bing bong. Um, If you guys haven't seen that TikTok. (laughs) Hey, yo, mama. You're uncultured. Yeah. Uh, Any hoosers, any whatsers. Uh, we were just talking about the implications of conference championship weekend. So we're going to talk about gambling uh, for conference championship weekend. Uh, obviously the slate for college is a little bit smaller this week. Cause there's only, I think uh, 10 conference championship games. And then for some reason, USC is playing fucking some random ass game against the uh, USC and Cal. It's the game of the week. Everyone's talking about it. Are you shit? Are you joking? Fuck no. They're both four and seven. It's a makeup yeah. game. Game okay, but, it's a makeup game. But guess what? I'll still bet it. We'll see. Uh, but I only looked at the ten conference championship games. There's two on Friday night: the Conference USA and Pac-12. Conference USA one sneakily really really good. It's Western Kentucky against Texas uh, UTSA um, at six o'clock on Friday night. Both teams really really good against the spread. Western Kentucky's nine and three. UTSA is eight and four. Uh, the line is Western Kentucky. Minus two and the over under is fucking like seventy three and a half. I think seventy two and a half. Yeah, the over under is I'm not. It's not touchable. But the line I really like because I feel like everyone and their brother is just gonna look at this uh, uncultured people that haven't been watching football and they're like, "What UTSA eleven and one playing at home?" Because it is. It's at UTSA. Yeah, getting yeah. three points. I'm a hammer them. Two no. points, but yeah, two points. I'm I I like Western Kentucky here. They've been straight fucking bulldozing teams. Bulldozing them teams. They were underdogs last weekend. But my problem with Western Kentucky is they start slow. They started slow last weekend because we bet a money line. They, they won by early. thirty-two. They fell on early and they and they just like you said bulldozing the rest of the way. I actually do like the over a little bit because these teams, uh, the over hits. I think in the collective. Um, Almost 70% of Western Kentucky games, the overhits, and 50% of uh, UTSA games. Uh, 72 and a half is kind of high. I can't see this being a high-scoring affair, but I also don't mind Western Kentucky either. My official pick is going to be the over, just a small amount at, at, at one unit. They are plus 147 in their last five games. Jesus, Western <laughs> Kentucky is? Yes. They have beaten every single team – by 20-plus in their last five games. All divisional teams, or conference teams, sorry. Uh, meanwhile, UTSA, we saw them struggle. They they pretty much, they should have lost the UAB last-second touchdown. They got stomped by North Texas last weekend. Uh, and just They just haven't looked good. They beat Southern Miss by 10 points. And then you look at yeah, the other know. side of things, Western Kentucky's been just rolling teams. Yeah, I, I, I like that pick, too. Uh, I, I could definitely there, dabble on both of those. Hey, I think a lot of people, obviously it's not going to happen, I nominate Western Kentucky's quarterback for the Heisman. He's got 20 yards shy of 5,000 yards, 52 touchdowns, and nine picks. 
Who is going to win the Heisman? I don't know. Bailey Zappi is this dude's name. What a fucking so, name. From Victoria, Texas, going home to his home state, playing in the Conference USA Championship. Take All right. Kentucky. All right. We like Western Kentucky minus two. We like the over 72 and a half, maybe a little high, but Western Kentucky's over hit last weekend. I think it was 73. Um, Pac 12 championships also on Friday night. Uh, Oregon, Utah is the Pac 12 championship game. Neither of these teams are like amazing against the spread. Both teams are five and seven against the spread. It is Utah minus two and a half, and the over under is 59 and a half. Um, I know what I like in this game. It's an over under. I don't like the spread at all. Um, but I'll, I'll let you dive into it, Travis. I do. I like the spread because it's a, it's a spread that a couple of weeks ago when these both these teams played that I didn't want to take because I liked Utah in the game. I didn't like that they were favored. What they do? They came out, beat Oregon by 31 points. And we said uh, like a month ago that this Utah team was a problem for Oregon and that they weren't going to beat them twice. Well, I think they're going to lose to him twice, so I'm taking Utah minus three. It's two and it just a half, goes so back. Yeah. To, it goes back to one of those things where you look at the team and how they're playing lately. Oregon just hasn't been playing good lately. Yeah, I just got the numbers for against the spread against the year. Uh, Travis I knows I've been creating this sheet. It has to line up perfectly for me to like take something. The spread didn't intrigue me. I could, I could lean Utah minus two and a half. I could see that they're playing better football right now down the stretch than Oregon is. I like the over 59 and a half. Again, same thing as that as that Conference USA Championship game. You, that That's a low over. That's 60 points, essentially. Um, you, the overs in Utah games are hitting at almost a 70% rate, and they're hitting in half of Oregon games this year. So uh, I think with Conference Championship games, teams come out, you know, a little bit more amped up, a little bit, a little bit ready to roll. And with the numbers like that, it's kind of hard to ignore. So I do like Utah minus two and a half, but I also like the over of 59 and a half in that as well. So we might have four Friday night plays for you guys. That's a lot. That's a lot of plays. Um, moving to Saturday. We got a loaded Saturday. It's going to be so much fun just to it's sit gonna be back a blast. and just drink and watch football because that's what I'm going to do. I, I have not like literally probably since like week two or week three. Maybe even yeah, maybe week two or three. I have not sat down and just watched a full Saturday of college football. It sucks because there's not going to be like, I guess there's going to be multiple games on at different times, but there's not going to be like a ton of them on. Um, but I'm excited. There's going to be two Saturday. games on at every single time. Yeah, two games on at every time, which is perfect because other more than that, then it's kind of hard to keep track of. First game, more important game of the day is the Big Twelve Championship, number nine Baylor playing number five, Ohio State, or Oklahoma State. The spread here, five and a half. These two teams Weird. played each other a couple of weeks or a few weeks ago, too. Both of them are really good against the spread. Baylor's eight and four against the spread. Oklahoma's nine, two, and one. Oklahoma's, I'm sorry, Oklahoma State, they're one of the best teams in the country against the spread, nine, two, and one. Baylor, eight and four, nothing to scoff at. So that five and a half spread is just weird to me because that's like a touchdown cover or it's – Baylor, you know, I I don't, I don't, I don't, not in love with it at all. If it, if it helps you, uh, Oklahoma State won by 10 the first time they played. Um, and that was a little over a month ago. Yeah. I, and I'd it's also tough. like you, I don't like the over under. It's low for a Big 12 game. It's 46 and a half. But Travis was saying to me earlier that Oklahoma State has one of the best defenses in the country. 
their uh, unders, their overs only hit 35% of Oklahoma State games and only 50% of Baylor games. So they both are a historically under team. I like a little bit of a same-game teaser here, if you don't mind me throwing this at you and getting your thoughts on it. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I like a six-point teaser. Tease Baylor to 11 and a half and the under a 53. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. It just depends if... If Oklahoma State's defense can come out uh, like they have been last week, it was rocky against Oklahoma, but that's kind of uh, to be given kind of, to be yeah to be understood against Oklahoma. But before that, they had given up twenty three points in their last four games, uh, so I don't hate that. I such a tough way to lean in this game. It is because it's almost something because like. I threw a pick out just for the podcast. I don't. I this may be a game I might stay away from altogether because I I, I would love to see both these teams, uh, you know, like vibing for a spot in the playoff. I would love it. Nothing more. I think it's more realistic for Oklahoma State to make it, and I would love to see them in it because I don't mind Mike, Oklahoma State at all. Mike Mike Gundy's is the dude. Yeah, he's the goat. He's a man. He was forty at one point, um, <laughs> and, but just five and a half. It's so tough, but I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna take because Baylor has been struggling lately. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a little bit Oklahoma State minus five and a half. Okay. You could also convince me to do my six point teaser and go the other way and do Oklahoma State plus a half, which is basically money line to win. And the other I just think in there in Oklahoma State's mind, if I was an Oklahoma State player, I would be thinking, win and we're in, because that's essentially almost what it is. One of those. Four teams outside, or one of those three teams, Michigan, Bama, or Cincinnati, one of them's going to lose. So if you're Oklahoma State, you're thinking winning, we're in. Yeah, the five and a half is just weird to me, though. So I'm still going to lay out the teaser. I'm going to lay, lay out the Baylor side of the teaser, plus 11 and a half for Baylor and under 53. I don't think Baylor loses by more than uh, 10 points in this one. I don't um, think I don't think so either, but I yeah. I just think Oklahoma State's gonna win, and I'm not I'm not gonna bet Baylor because I can see it being funky. I can see it honestly being like a six point game. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, these are just very unconfident plays from us right now, but I, I get more confident <laughs> as the day goes on. I promise I do. We got the MAC conference championship game, which we've been we've been MAC wagons this year. Uh, we got Kent State playing Northern Illinois. A surprise team in the Max Championship game. They are not supposed to be there. Kent State is six and six against the spread. Northern Illinois seven four and one. The spread is three. It's favored for Kent State, probably because NIU laid a dud in their last game, but they didn't have their starting quarterback. I is he playing? Is Rocky he, Lombardi playing? 
It's been a week and a half. He should be playing. I don't even know what was wrong with him. They might have been resting him for just resting reasons. Uh, but the spread is minus three for Kent State, and the over-under is a whopping 74-and-a-half. I'm not touching that, touching that with a 10-foot pole. I like a spread play here. 74-and-a-half. I would take that under. But, dude, Mac games are so weird, bro. Mac games. So here you go. Okay, you like the under. That's I a love lot of points. I'm NIU plus 10 under 80. <laughs> You're doing these same game teasers. Uh, I'm not but touching anything until I know if Rocky Lombardi's playing or not, uh, which I, I can't find anything on. I, just, I looked it up. I, I have no idea. If Rocky Lombardi's playing, I love NIU plus three, maybe even NIU money line. Yeah, I would go NIU money line over anything else. Let me let me do a quick Twitter search because the the twit world knows. Yeah, because uh, we we NIU up until this last game was one of the best teams in the country against the spread, but they got their shit pumped in last Tuesday night. Um. When is this game? It is Saturday at 11 a.m. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking. I, I'm not seeing anything on it. So we'll just have to keep that tentative. But if Rocky – so here's our official pick. We'll we'll lay off this game probably altogether if he's not playing. But if Rocky Lombardi's playing, we like NIU plus three, maybe even NIU money line. Maybe do a two-unit two play at NIU plus three in a unit on NIU money line. That's my that's my first pick on this entire card that I'm like. I'll tell you what point. though, if Rocky Lombardi is not playing, I am going to absolutely put my dick on the line for Kent State because we I, saw how that backup quarterback played against Western Michigan. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, the dude if, is if, bad. He had negative passing yards at halftime. Negative if, passing yards. If Rocky Lombardi if Rocky Lombardi isn't playing, I will lay my hammer on Kent State minus three and the under because there's no way they're putting up that many points. Right, I agree. So that's that one. Uh, the next uh, game on the day, Saturday at two o'clock, it's the Mountain West Conference Championship game. You have Utah State against San Diego State. Utah State is a very good eight and four against the spread. San Diego State is six five and one. The spread is five and a half in favor of the Aztecs. San Diego State getting the points because they are ranked. The over-under is, I believe, yep, it is uh, 50 is the over-under. So I um, am – I'm taking Utah State plus six. Yeah, I love it too. It's five and a half. They, the Aztecs you can five comes six. out way too slow. They're not good enough. They're not good enough. I do like – I like a unit to unit and a half on Utah State. I also – Travis, the data also leans under because – both these teams, the over only hits in 40% of their games. So it's 50 seems low, but I know both these teams have good defenses and they can, they can get it done. It is low. We'll have to see where we're sitting at come 2 o'clock on Saturday, but the play that I like first is Utah State. Uh, San Diego State hasn't scored over 20, like 20 points in their last five games. They've been in between the teens and twenties. So you're and so wow. you're, you're you're automatically just giving the under juice right there. I like the under juice there, but Utah State can score. I know San Diego State has a good defense, but it's tough for me because when you look at some of these games, like this, uh, I think his name's Logan. Is it Logan Bonner? Yeah, Logan Bonner. 
uh, he can, he can sling the ball all over the place. Yeah. And their offense is just so much more dynamic than San Diego state. We'll get this more fine tuned in before Saturday. You can check out all our official plays on the Patreon, but I think we have another, another game where I I could bet both sides. I like Utah state plus five and a half. I like the under 50. Uh, I really, really like Utah. Too many unders here. No, we, no, we've had, we had over in, in Western Kentucky and over in Oregon. So. Oh, yeah, just um, on Saturday. Yeah, uh, but I like Utah State, and that's the one. That's my official pick. These next two games in the in the uh, later afternoon slate are probably my favorite plays of the day. After the Mount, Mountain West Conference Championship game, we have the Sun Belt Conference Championship game. We have uh, Appalachian State. This is another one that's on the road. So Ab State's going on the road. They're playing Louisiana Lafayette. Um, Ab State's eight and four against the spread. Louisiana Lafayette is five and seven against the spread. It is minus two and a half for the Mountaineers, and the over under is fifty three. Travis, what do you like here? Uh, I'm gonna. It is. Oh wait, fucking Hawaii lost by twelve. I had him at eleven and a half. They were twelve point. They were twelve. I had them. I had got them at eleven and a half. Wow. Sorry. So keep going ahead, Travis. What do you uh, like sorry. in this game? Uh, so I want to start off by saying that I think it is an absolute travesty that it took Louisiana this long to be ranked. Their first loss of the year came in week one against a ranked Texas team at the time, and then they won out. They're eleven and one. So disrespected. So disrespected. I'm taking Louisiana Lafayette money line. I don't like that. The data data says App State, man. App State's fuck been playing data. so good. Don't give a fuck. Well, you didn't listen to it last week and then we lost some games. So um I like I actually am on the other side. I like App State minus two and a half. If you don't want to go against us betting wise, the under of fifty three. Dude, Travis, the unders hit in 75% of Louisiana Lafayette games and 60% of Ab State games. Under 53. That's like uh, if I had to pick my favorite over under of this of this conference championship weekend, it's that one right there, under 53. Well, they both have insanely good defenses, so it's yes. just a matter, like you're going to know after the first quarter if this or I'd say after the first half if this over under is going to hit or not. Yeah. Um, so that's I don't I don't want to super go against Travis Jesus Christ, but the data says to take App State minus two and a half, but the data also says to take the under, and that's my favorite over under of the weekend. So under fifty three will be my official play. And Louisiana Lafayette's gonna be my official play. I mean, they're just they they've they lost one game to a Texas team. That's it. Te- you look at Texas sucks, State. So. Okay, Ab-, Ab State lost to Miami, and and I knew that's why I fucking am drunk and passed it up. They lost Louisiana forty-one to thirteen the first time they played. Okay, forty-one to thirteen, and it's in Louisiana Lafayette. Tra- Travis might have convinced me to say yes. Fuck the data, but I so I'm I am on a unit on Louisiana Lafayette money line. And I am on three units on the on, on their under. I love their under. I love that under. I think game. I think you got, okay. You could take the data for over unders, 
I think when it comes to data on spreads and like winning percentage and and uh, plus minus, you got you got to take all it back that to out like, the window if they not play all each other. not not all of it, but you also yeah if they play each other or and like recency bias. The Blues fucking just ended up beating the Lightning by the way in a shootout. Nice, I saw that they had tied it up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, like I would, I would be on the fence if they had beaten by like five or three or like single digits, but they slaughtered them the first time they played back in October. Yeah, so. no, no I, I don't disagree. So, you you change my pick there. Um, next game, the SC championship game Saturday at three o'clock. Uh, if you're Georgia, if you're watching football on Saturday and you're not watching this game, this has big time implications. Georgia at Alabama, or not Alabama, Georgia and Bama in Atlanta. Georgia's eight and four against the spread. Bama's six and six. The spread is minus six for Georgia, and the over under in this one is 49 and a half. Fucking hate that. Throw that out the window, even though the data says to take the, the under. That's too low for me. I don't like it. Um, I love this spread. I love Georgia minus six. They're better against the spread than Bama is. It's only a touchdown favorite. I think they might hold Bama to under 20 points. It's just so hard to not bet this when you look and see how Alabama's been. Uh, like you said, they I mean they beat Auburn by two and four overtimes, Arkansas by seven, uh, and then their only other like decent opponent, they played New Mexico State and Tennessee, who's trash now. LSU by six. Like their last four games. Not one impressive win. No, it's not. So, honestly, this might be my – this might be a Jarrett – like, I haven't done one of these all year long, Travis. This six might be and a half bucket. is a lot. It's but six. I, li- it's I mean, six. I'm going to take it. Six. It's six. Okay, well, they still have to win by seven regardless to win. I think this might be like, like, a, like a bet of the month for me. And it's, it's going to be the beginning of December. This might be like a like a four unit play for me. I mean, if if I'm not if I'm if I'm having a decent week come Saturday, I am I am cool with laying a bunch of units <clears throat> on the line on this game. Uh, we'll probably get fucked on it if we do that, but Alabama just hasn't looked impressive, and you got to think like I mean, it's not really any skin off Georgia's nuts because they're making the playoff regardless. But yeah, I think they want to beat them pretty badly. When is when is the last time Alabama's covered a spread? Let's I mean let's look at that. New Mexico State. Um Yep. They're 15 and a half point favorites. They beat them I mean, by 53. They haven't been underdogs all year. Haven't been underdogs all year. So Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I just they just haven't looked good. Uh, Georgia, obviously, best defense uh, in the country. I'm hoping they hold up because I feel like a lot of times in these big games, like whether or not you have the best defense or best offense, like a lot of it just gets thrown out the window. It does. But, I mean, both these teams, to be fair, they're against the spread records, can kind of be thrown out the window. They've both been, been double-digit spreads a lot. Um, Georgia's been double-digit spread in every single game this year, except for week one. They're three point dogs against Clemson. They won ten to three, but ever since then, Travis, their lowest uh, spread, they were minus fourteen against Florida 
back on uh, October 30th, and they won 34-7. to So, I mean, that just goes to show you what Vegas thinks of them. I mean, that, that's the only crazy. Thing, the only thing that makes me nervous is that 82% of bets are on Georgia. It is. You look at Bama. Six is a lot, like you said, but I would not be surprised if Nick Saban out. I mean, again, here's another thing I think of. Nick Saban's coaching against Kirby Smart still in Georgia, right? Right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Nick Saban's very good against his old assistants, always has been. So that that worries me a little bit, but I think this like depending on where we're at right now, if you had to tell me like I'm willing to lay two to three units on, on Georgia minus six, where I'm at on Saturday at this time, it may be like another additional unit or two. So that's my that's our play. Georgia minus six. Don't I'm want to, looking don't at hard. public money right now. Yeah. It scares me how much money is on Western Kentucky. Ninety five percent. I didn't love that. I, I liked I liked the over in that game. That's scary. Okay. Either way. Anyway. Um yeah, I mean I'm not gonna I public money never scares me away. I never unless like it should unless I'm on that side, uh then I'll use it as as bait. But I I'm down for Vegas has to lose sometime, so why not? So then we're so after the SEC, so we're both on Georgia minus six. So just to recap up to this point, we talked about a lot. Conference Friday night games, conference USA, Western Kentucky. Travis liked Western Kentucky minus two. I didn't love it. He convinced me on it. I like the over in the Western Kentucky game. It's like I think over 72 and a half. Um Pac 12 that night. Travis on Utah minus two and a half convinced me. I also like the over a 59 and a half in that game. Big 12. Travis is leaning on Oklahoma State minus five and a half. I don't love that. I don't love either side. I don't so love it either. I don't. The only one, my favorite so far of the three is Utah. Uh, so in the Big 12 game, I like a six point teaser, Baylor plus 11 and a half, under 53. Uh, and then the MAC game is the first game, is another game on Saturday morning. If Rocky Lombardi's playing for NIU, we love NIU plus three and NIU money line. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. It's it's a very easy bet. Wait till that morning to put it in. If Rocky's playing, we love NIU. If Rocky's not playing, we love Kent State. Yes, exactly. Kent State in the under if if Rocky's not playing. Um, Because that under is like stupid high. Uh, the Mountain West Conference conference game, we love Utah State plus five and a half. We also like the under as well. And that one, 
And then uh, Travis convinced me in the Sun Belt game to Louisiana Lafayette money line. I like the under in that game as well. And then SEC, we like Georgia minus six. So we got three more to cover real quick. We're going to the American Athletic Conference game. Pretty big game, to be honest with you. We got Houston seven and five against the spread. This is this is another one that's at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's also seven and five against the spread. Cincy has a lot to lose. They're fourth in the college football playoff rankings, and Houston's not a cakewalk. The spread is ten and a half. It's huge. Obviously, Cincinnati's favorite, and the over under I believe is uh, fifty fifty three and a half. Hate that. Uh, so I'm looking at the spread. I honestly like Houston plus ten and a half. It just seems too big. Small, small amount, small amount, like one unit play, but it just seems too big for me, especially in a, in, in a big stakes game. It does seem big, but then you look at like Cincinnati after they like had some close scares. You look at what they've done, and they just were like, okay, now we're gonna kick it up a notch. Like they beat SMU by thirty four points. Meanwhile, Houston took them to a very, very close game where they lost by eight or seven points. It's tough. I still like Houston plus ten and a half. We haven't taken enough dogs this weekend. Um, actually, yeah, I kind of have, but yeah, we've taken a decent amount of dogs, more than normal. Uh, NIU, Utah, State. Utah, uh, and NIU if, if if Rocky plays, but um. I still like Houston here. I don't. I don't think Cincinnati, because like you said, all Cincinnati has to do is like they're in that mindset of of winning. You're in. I don't think they have to win by a shitload. Um, so that's why I'm I, rolling Houston here. I I honestly probably won't bet this game. I like Cincinnati to cover just because I hope they roll the shit out of Houston. That's about it. All right. So Travis is going to avoid it. Tell me, I'm doing. I'm doing Houston plus ten and a half. If you can buy it to eleven, do it. Um, just a small play unit, just to have some skin in the game. Uh, next game, Michigan. But uh, then you're going to be rooting for Houston. Don't you want Cincy to make it? I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you. Fuck them. They, they're they going to get fucking their shit kicked in anyway. Um, Big Ten championship game, 7 o'clock Saturday night, Michigan versus Iowa. Michigan, 10-2 against spread. One of the best team, probably the best team in the country at doing it. Iowa isn't terrible. They're 7-5. The over-under in this game is 43-and-a-half. Super-duper low. Um, I hate the 10-and-a-half spread. I hate it. This I like is another it for game. Iowa. Yeah, I like it for Iowa, too. So this is another game where I can see myself doing another in-game teaser and doing Iowa 6-and-a-half Re- point teaser, Iowa to 17 Plus Iowa plus seventeen and the over of thirty seven. The reason I, I'm probably just gonna say just Iowa, and the reason that is, is because I've seen, you know, Michigan. I saw Michigan play last week, and they relied heavily on the run. And you look at, I think Iowa may be one of the best Power Five teams against the run. They allow 105 yards a game on the ground, and that's. And, and Michigan is like split half and half. 50% of the yards come on the ground, 50% come in the air. I've seen Cade McNamara have to be forced to throw the ball, and it's not good. Even though he only has three picks on the year, a lot of them are incomplete. I'm just going to take Iowa 10 and a half. I mean, that's two scores. 
It is. It's just Michigan's so good against the spread, which is, which is what worries me. If you, you're talking about uh, Michigan relying heavily on the run and then not, be, not being able to get it done against Iowa, you might have convinced me on the under. I know it's only 43, and I know it's 43 and a half. It's low, but unders in Iowa games are hitting at a 60% rate, and unders in Michigan games are hitting it's, it's 50, 50 50 there. I mean, if, if both I, these teams are. It's tough ahead. because I feel like, uh, like. Iowa can score if they want to, but they just took so long to get going against Nebraska and Michigan just shut down Ohio State, which has been an explosive offense all year long, all year long. Yeah, it is, but it is the Big Ten championship game, and that is such 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 a low number. It's so low. Uh, all like I think like seventy percent of their last like five games would hit this over. It's so low. I think I might just take Iowa or even I, I honestly, there's 0% chance that the over wouldn't hit if you teased it down. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, if 30, you like 36 I, and a half. So I, so I did a six and a half point teaser teasing. Oh, tease uh, Iowa to plus 17 and the over to 37. Yeah, that's I like that better. Thirty-seven points. If you can't score thirty-seven points in the game, then what are you doing? Yeah, I, I mean I, that's something that I actually have really talked myself into, like I, that I can put three units, two, two to three units on, uh, just because I don't think I don't see Iowa losing by seventeen plus points. Although they were down to to, to Nebraska, kind of kind of big. You can also go the other way and do Michigan minus four. Nope. In the over over thirty-seven. So Travis, like, so we'll do we'll do that. Official play, Iowa plus 17 and a six-and-a-half-point teaser and the over of 37. Last game of the night, a game that has literally zero implications unless something crazy happens. <laughs> um, the ACC championship game, you got Pitt versus Wake Forest. Pitt's 9-3 and three against the spread. Wake Forest is 6-6. Six and six. The spread is 3, minus 3 for Pitt, and the over-under is 72-and-a-half. I love Pitt minus 3 here. Love it. Yeah, uh, it's going to come down to the team that can move the ball better. And when you look at it, Pitt's defense is better. Their offense is better. And you got Kenny Pickett, who is, I believe, in the Heisman running. He's trying to keep that number one dra- or first quarterback off the board draft pick uh, going. And Wake Forest defense is easy to do that against. Don't disagree. So that's our conference championship weekend gambling picks. Uh We'll put out our official plays on our Patreon. Maybe we'll probably tease them on Twitter too, uh, just because we just threw a lot at you. We got to talk and see what we want to land on. A lot of if ands or buts thrown out the air right now. Uh, but let's go. Let's give you guys some NFL picks because we were laying off these. We kind of got a little hot with them last weekend, um, and I might have found. I didn't. I, I'm not going to claim to have found this trend, but I tell we tailed it last weekend. We had three and one in it. Um, it's betting unders. In divisional games in the NFL after Week Ten, it hits like a seventy percent rate or some shit like that in the last five years. There are seven, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven divisional games this weekend. Uh so outside of those, Travis, like, what is, is there anything else you're like eyeballing and looking at in NFL wise that they they like? I hate I hate the Thursday night game. Not touching with ten football. I do. I think this is the Cowboys bounce back week. If you can't, if they can't beat the Saints by a touchdown, it's seven and a half though. Some, somewhere we're looking at, it. so it's not just a touchdown. Seven and a half, which is the half. I see of the four schedule. and a half. 
Four and a half? Oh, is it now? Because they announced yeah. Taysom Hill. Yeah, I see four and a half. They announced Taysom Hill. Amari Cooper probably is not going to play. I don't but... care. Okay. CD Lamb will be back. That's all they need is that little bit of extra weapon. If you can't beat the Saints by a touchdown, uh, then you have problems right now. If Especially if you're going to be this Super Bowl contending team like everyone thinks they are. They've lost three of their last four. Bounce back game. Is it in Dallas or in New Orleans? It's in New Orleans. But that's right there. Yeah, I, I hate four and a half point spreads, but I would probably lean Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys just lost at home. I feel like home field advantage to me nowadays is just so hit or miss because people travel so well. Unless you have like an outdoor stadium, like in a cold or super hot weather, like, yeah, I don't yeah. disagree with you. And both these teams playing at home, like teams coming out of South Florida in December against Miami suck. Teams going to Denver or Green Bay in, in, in November, December suck because they're outdoor stadiums. Uh, but they're, they're domes. I don't disagree. This should be a bounce back game. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if Zeke plays. If Zeke plays, I'm on it. If Zeke doesn't play, I'm, I'm questioning it. But okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Other than that, um, we love I, I love the unders in all these divisional games. Like I said, we did it last week. We went three and one in it. There's six, seven this week. My favorite one is the Niners Seahawks under 45 and a half. Niners Seahawks under 45. Yeah, that's you would think it'd be easy. You'd think. Also love the Vikings Lions under 46 and a half. Yeah, if the Vikings defense holds up, that should yeah. be easy. Should be. Another one. Oh, so I, I'm, I'm going to keep throwing them at you. Um, Ravens Steelers under 44. It's low, but like you said, the Steelers stink. They cannot score. 44. It's tough because I can see the Ravens putting up a lot of points if the Steelers can't move the ball. That's the one I was like, yep, that'll fuck us. And then Bucks Falcons under 50 and a half. Bucks Falcons, yeah, I like that one. I saw that one. Yeah, I have a, I have a little can't lose parlay. Ooh, we have, we have not, we have not a parlay in a while. Let's hear it. So it is a sixteen favorite parlay. Come on, Trent, give it to us. Cardinals money line over the Bears. Bucks money line over the Falcons. Yep. Colts money line over the Texans. Yep. Rams money line over the Jags. Yep. Ravens money line over the Steelers. And then the Eagles money line over the Jets. That last one scares the shit out of me. Jets, bro. See, they win back to back games. That last one scares the shit. Like I was on board with all that until you said that last one. Is because it's in it's in the Meadowlands, right? Yes. That scares the ever living fuck out of me. This okay, I mean, okay, bro, okay. They, I got one to sub it out. Let's sub out the Eagles. Put in the Dolphins. Put in the Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs! Yes. That not great odds. Plus two ninety. But those are all can't lose teams. Yeah, I would. 
you had me on board until you fucking until you put put the. All right, fine. So about the Chiefs at home against the Broncos. So plus two. I mean, that's a sixteen plus two ninety. That's a lot of legs to hit. But but the but your opponents are the Bears, the Falcons, the Texans, the Jags, the Steelers, and the Broncos. If you if you had to tell me the next team that would scare me the most, it'd be the Ravens. Dude, the Steelers are so bad. But I don't if hate that. If you wanted to sub out the Ravens, here we'll go. This one now we're getting now we're diving. If you wanted to sub out the Ravens for the Dolphins, uh, you'd add some value there. I'm trying to find the fucking Dolphins here. There they are. You'd add a little bit of value plus three twelve, so you're only adding like twenty cents. No, I, I I would keep the Ravens in there over the Dolphins just because I I trust them more. Like as as fucked up as that sounds, we talked <laughs> yeah. all that shit on the top of the episode about how they're back and uh, we can see them running the table. Uh, I I just trust them. The Steelers are broken. They're they're done. I honestly think Mike Tomlin might get fired. Um, I don't hate it. I could just it's a six team heavy favorite money line parlay. Where you always see you see a lot of heavy money line team, well, at least one lose every weekend in the NFL. Am I yep. wrong or am I wrong? No, you're right. You're yeah. right, but that's just so tough to not take. It's like I was looking at that today, and I was like, I love it. I might put some good some good change on that. So what was it? What was it before you pulled out that team? At, uh, well, I guess no. Yeah, I just I. So, you're gonna kill me if the fucking if who was who's playing the Jets? The Eagles. You're gonna kill me if they end up winning, but I just I hated that from the get go when you said it's that. fine. It's not that much. I I don't I I like it's a little bit safer without the Eagles, so it's then Bucks, Cardinals, Colts, Rams, Ravens, Chiefs. That's you can't lose. Can't lose. Can't I'll take the six teams. I'll take the plus three hundred, and I'll take my money to the bank. There you go. So I like uh, a lot of divisional unders. My favorite ones are the Niners Seahawks under forty five and a half. That's my favorite bet of the weekend. That's a, that's three and a bet for me. Uh, also like the Bucks Falcons under fifteen and a half. Vikings Lions under forty six and a half. Um, the two divisional games that scare me the most on this like divisional under like trend. Are the Raven are sorry? Are the Broncos Chiefs on Sunday Night Football under forty seven? Yeah, and the Pats Bills Monday Night under forty three and a half. Yeah, I also agree. My picks uh, for the weekend: I like the Cowboys minus four and a half, like the Dolphins minus five. I do like that uh, one as well. I like the Ravens minus four, and then I like the Bills minus two and a half. I know they're all favorites, but. You got to pick some favorites, and those are my favorite favorites. There we go. Your favorite favorites. We got a lot of. We got some unders. Got some favorites. Follow this trend. I mean, Travis, I, I I didn't think that that under trend would would hit last weekend, but it hit in three out of four games. So it's hard not to tail something that hit seventy five percent of the time. Yep, I agree. So I agree. That's gonna do it for two Jack Brothers in a podcast episode one forty three. Uh, we are officially in uh, Christmas time season, so might do a little giveaway. We will have a few more episodes. We will probably we're going to definitely take the week after Christmas off, guys. So we're definitely going to have one, two, three more for you. 
We'll take off that week after Christmas, and we'll come back in 2022 stronger than ever. So peace, love, subscribe to the Patreon, check our picks out there because we threw a lot of gambling shit out you. Uh, a lot of stuff yeah. for a Tuesday night we had tonight, and you're missing out because right now we're in the green. So right now, yeah, right now we are in the green. So sub to the Patreon. We are projected to be eleven one and one tonight. Wow, nobody else does it. Nobody else does it, folks. To be fair, we I'm did go on with a us. Bit. Yes, we we did go on a little bit of a losing streak, and we're not gonna we're not gonna ignore that. But we're back. So everyone loses. Everyone loses, but we're back. So we're back. We're back. See you next week. See ya. Peace. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.